the podcast from Belmont Chapel in Exeter, sharing the story, living the life. For more information, go to belmontchapel.org.uk. We're going to be thinking in this part of our reflection service about the particular verses in Psalm 130, verses 5 and verses 6. It says, I wait for the Lord, my whole being waits, and in his word I put my hope. I wait for the Lord more than watchmen wait for the morning, more than watchmen wait for the morning. Now you've got to remember that when these Psalms were written a really, really, really long time ago, there weren't any torches. When these songs, these songs were written a really, really, really long time ago, there was no sort of fancy battery-operated light that we like to take camping nowadays. There would have been people whose job was literally to wait for the morning. They were on this really, really long journey. And we've heard before in sermons last year about it was really rocky, it was really dark. And it would be someone's job to sit and wait for the morning. And they're waiting for the sun to come up so that they can call the cry and they can say, right, come on, everybody, off we go. It's time to get moving. We've got somewhere to be. I think sometimes when we think about waiting, it can make us feel like waiting is a bit of a, hmm, not really doing anything. I'm standing still. It's a passive thing. But in the context of the Bible, in our context of our journey with Jesus, waiting is something we have to get active for. It's not a passive process. It's an active process. Now, we're going to explore that, as I'm sure you can imagine, in a minute. We're going to be thinking in particular about this idea of my whole being waits. So what does it mean to wait? Well, there are traffic lights. We are going to play a little game. We're going to think about the idea of waiting being something we need to get ready for. Now, you will notice that rather lovely chap down in the bottom of your screen there. This, if you don't know, is Lewis Hamilton. I know absolutely nothing about cars, but I do know that this man is rather fast and quite good at his job. And we are going to try this morning to emulate that idea of waiting with our whole being by doing a little bit of Lewis. And we're going to do that by playing a traffic light game. Now, usually I play this game with about 60 children in a school hall. There's more than 60 of you, but I hope that you can replicate the noise level. So even if you are at home, this is an edge of the seat game. So if you're sat back in a comfy chair, you need to wriggle your bottom to the front because you're going to need to use all bits of your body to have a go at thinking about waiting. So when I hold up the red sign, we are going to do a very firm stop. And then you have to be really, really quiet. Shh, not a sound. So when I do red, it's going to be stop. Shh. Okay, when I go for, if you are a driving instructor, I apologize. We're going to not go for amber. We're going to go for weight in the purposes of our bit this morning. So when we go for orange and we've got weight, I want a steady foot stamp with revving noises. Now, this bit is not optional, so you might not be sat with young people, but we need your best Lewis Hamilton style um, at the start line. Or if you're more of a motorbike person, feel free to have some pretend handlebars and give me a... We're waiting. And then the final one, we've got go. So really, really, really big, big, big foot stamp. Okay. Stop. Well done. Flossie Greenwood's got it. (laughs) 
Right, so we're thinking about, while we're doing this, we're thinking about that idea that our journey with Jesus is an active one, and we have to use our whole being. So let's just get started then with, uh, well, let's just, let's just go for it. Go! Wait! I'm really sorry, but there is no way you are going to win any races with that type of revving. Right, let's try that again. Go! Wait! And go! Wait! And go! Oh, that's actually orange, but carry on. Rev away, rev away. And... Well done. So waiting, when we're waiting, when we're on our journey with Jesus, waiting is something that we have to get ready for. We're not stood waiting. We're waiting, anticipating. It's an active process. There'll be lots of things that we might be waiting for God for. It might be we're waiting for a bit of a nudge as to whether a decision that we want to make is the right one. We might be waiting for words of comfort or words of encouragement We might just be waiting for for an idea to pop into our head, a decision about what might be coming next. There's lots of things we might be waiting for, but there are ways that we can do it. It's not something we sit back and go, oh, I'll just wait for something to happen. We have to anticipate it. Now, there are three people that are going to help us to think about how we wait for God. Now, we're going to go to first one, Emma. Emma, who, Emma Raducanu, who's one of our amazing tennis players. Give me a wave if you saw her win or had any, you had a little look at when she played. Is it the American Open? I'm looking at my husband because he's the one that would know such things. He's nodding at me. That's okay. So Emma, she plays the most incredible tennis. She's really, she's a teenager still. She's in the middle of her matches. She's swinging. She's volleying. And then she has to wait because she's told she's got to change ends. So she's in the middle, she's swinging, she's hot, she's sweaty, her heart is pounding. And then she's told, oh, you've got to change ends now, go and have a little drink. And she sat there, now have a look at her. You could, be, you could sit there and think, well, she's just she's having a drink, she's enjoying her Robinson squash or whatever LucasAid branding is going on for that particular match. But she's not. I can guarantee, having never spoken to Emma Raducanu, I can guarantee that what she's doing is she sat there going through her playbook. She will be thinking to herself, well, I did this one and that shot didn't get in, but I did that one and my shot did. When I went right down the middle, I managed to get it past it. When I went to the side, I didn't. She's going through her playbook. When we wait for God, we've got our own playbook. That playbook's called the Bible. In the Bible, we've got people like Joseph. We've got people like Noah. We've got people like Paul. We've got people like Jesus, who are our playbook. When we're waiting for God, we can go back to our Bible and we can read and we can study. So when we're waiting, we've got a bit of an idea about what God has said to us in his word. We've got Mo Farah. You've always got to do this when you do Mo. Mo Farah. Well done for people at the back having a go. Thank you very much. So we've got Mo Farah. Now he is waiting on the start line. Now you can't tell me that before a 10,000 metre run, he sat there going, oh, Let's have a little bit of a wait. 
Oh, gun's not started yet. That's okay. No, he's there. You can see him. His eyes are on the prize. Mo Farah isn't thinking about what he wants for dinner. He's not thinking about whether his new trainers are fitting properly or not. His eyes are on the prize. He wants to be the first person to cross that finish line. When we do ready, set, go. If you're little, you might want to have a go. Can you get down? Do you want any marks? Get set, go. You have it on your marks. We have a get set. And then you go. You have to get ready. Mo Farah knows what he wants. He wants to be the winner. We know as Christians and as friends of Jesus that our eyes, our prize, is always going to be on Jesus and the hope and the grace that he gives to us. And then we've got Harry Kane. Yeah? Does that sound about right? I think he's important somewhere along the line. Harry Kane is, I believe... Someone who plays for England and has quite an important job and does things like kicking balls into nets. I know something that he does is he takes something called a penalty. A penalty which I believe the England football team doesn't have a great history of. It's not something they're particularly known well for. He was waiting to take a penalty. There was a ball in front of him. There was a big old net. Having never spoken to Harry Kane, I can almost guarantee that what he was thinking at that time when he was waiting to take his penalty was, I remember when I did that before. I remember when I did that before. I remember when I did that before. I remember what happened. And he'll be going over all the times when he's gone. One, two, three, boom. And that ball has gone to the back of the net. He's reminding himself of the times when he's been a success on the times that it's happened and he's managed to get that ball where he needs it to be. As Christians, when we're waiting for God, as friends of Jesus, we can remind ourselves of all the times before where Jesus has been faithful to us in our lives. I saw a really lovely idea on the internet the other day about a prayer jar. And every time you want to say a prayer or you're praying for something, you put it in a jar. And then at some point in the year, you open up your jar and you read through the prayers that you have written. Some people will have prayer journals. A really lovely way of reminding ourselves of when God has been faithful. Just like Harry Kane will be reminding himself constantly of, I've done it before, I can do it again. I've done it before, I can do it again. We know God has been faithful before and God will be faithful again. So when we're waiting, we can wait with that expectant hope that God will be there for us. Let's go back to our verse again. I wait for the Lord. My whole being waits. In his word, I put my hope. I wait for the Lord. More than watchmen wait for the morning. More than watchmen wait for the morning. Maybe have a time to think about that. Or Mike comes up to lead us in prayer.